Hey, hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 78, and it is going to be about the seven big mistakes sellers make using Amazon PPC. So it's going to be a little bit of a discussion about pay-per-click today. So yeah, really excited about that. Actually, uh, Brody looks pretty excited about it too today. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's just hanging out, getting ready to talk about pay-per-click, right, Brody? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Man, I wonder how much uh, he hears me talk about this on a regular basis because he's in the room every single episode, just about. I mean, if he's not up and up and about, but uh, yeah, I wonder if he's grasped grasped any of this information and maybe he's thinking about his product that he's going to launch. Maybe he's got a whole line of dog products that he's ready to release. I don't know. That's uh, pretty interesting. Anyway, we're getting a little bit out there. But uh, yeah, he's here for the show today as well in his usual spot. Uh, Yeah, just hanging out. He might be snoring. Yeah, I think I hear him. Uh, Anyway, so uh, yeah, so really excited about talking about this stuff. This stuff I can talk about like all the time because it's always like just an exciting topic because I think a lot of people are making mistakes in the sense where they're not understanding it, but they're they're not focusing on the right things. And I really want to break this down to seven things. Okay. And I look at these as like mistakes, but also we can turn it into how to fix these mistakes. And that's really what we're going to talk about on today's episode. Before we do jump in though, I wanted to uh, give a little shout out as I usually do to my iTunes uh, peeps out there. You guys are awesome and it really means a lot because uh, it motivates me and I've said this time and time again and I'm going to keep saying it because I read these on a regular basis every single week, sometimes every couple of days and uh, I love seeing uh, you you guys as far as like how it's impacting you and, and how it's making a difference in your journey in either this or just just in business in general, and I just wanted to say thank you. So I do like to read these because, uh, again, I like to highlight them. So let me go ahead and read this one because it's kind of funny, actually. Um, The headline is freaking awesome, five stars, and it's by 2W2W2W99, and the review says, this podcast is amazingly informative. I normally can't stand listening to podcasts, just hate listening to people, and most people go on and on, but Scott provides detailed, useful information that's hard to find anywhere else, and he keeps it pretty concise. Thanks, Scott. Keep up the great work. Smiley face. Well, hey, thank you so much for the honest uh, review, that is, and uh, I appreciate it because, uh, you know what? I like it that I'm able to connect with people, and like you said, you know, I do ramble at time, guys, and a lot of you know that, and a lot of you like that, because a lot of times my rambles are on point. They're basically about either the topic or it's important. It's stuff that we need to hear. Um, So I do ramble at times, and I do rant at times, but a lot of my listeners love that. So uh, I hope that I'm not rambling now, which I kind of think I am. So I'm going to go ahead and move on. So let's go ahead and dig in to uh, today's topic, which again is going to be the seven big mistakes sellers make using Amazon pay-per-click. Now, I've done an entire podcast on this particular topic. I, I Actually, I break down the three different campaigns that I think that everyone should have when they first start out. But this is for people that are either new or already have campaigns up and running, or maybe they put up one campaign and 
and then they left it and just thought it was going to just knock it out of the park. All right. But this really is for anyone that's, uh, that's already getting ready to sell or that is selling. And again, like I said, if you wanted to go back and listen to that episode that I did on pay-per-click, Amazon pay-per-click that is, or sponsored ads, however you want to call it, um, you can go and head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash PPC. All right. So that is, uh, that's going to be a great resource for you as well. And I believe there's a download there that you can download the campaigns that I lay out for you. Uh, so this way here, you can kind of see where to start. All right. So number one, let's get right into it. Number one, the wrong strategy and don't understand how to really use the platform or the system. Okay. So really the wrong strategy because their strategy for most people is go out, find three or four, five keywords, put them in a campaign, put $20 on that campaign, put a 75 cent bid or a 50 cent bid or whatever, and let it run and hope that it works. That's pretty much the strategy, right? That's it. And what you don't realize is that there is so much more to using pay-per-click that we're not even scratching the surface, a lot of us. A lot of us are not. And I say a lot of us, a lot of people that even are listeners of the show, they're just, you know, I don't know if it's laziness or I don't know if it's that they just don't want to try to figure it out, but it's really not that hard. If you've ever even heard about like Google ads or uh, Bing ads or any of that stuff, that stuff is, you know, Google is a little bit more complicated and it's a little bit more thought process because you got to think about what title do you want to have um, in your ad. You want a good call to action in your ad. You want something that's going to grab the attention. And let's face it, when someone is searching for something, they're going to see your ad. This is in Google, by the way and you see an ad, it's going to be directly to that person searching for a certain thing, but it's not that person that searched for it, if that makes sense. Like, you're trying to put your product in front of someone that you feel is your potential audience. So if someone is looking for it, like how to, um, you know, how to make, uh, I don't know, the best tuna casserole. I don't know. That just came out of nowhere. And you need garlic for that, right? So at least some people put garlic in it, I guess, or Maybe that was a bad one. Maybe sauce. How to make the best tomato sauce. And then you know that you got to put garlic in it. So most people would need a garlic press. Okay. So then you would take your garlic press and you would put the ad, you would write some copy. Hey, need a garlic press? Question mark. You know, uh, you know, the revolutionary, you know, stainless steel garlic press can, you know, press garlic for better meals or something, you know, click here for today's special or something, right? So that would be on the right hand side. If someone was searching for how to make the best tomato sauce, okay? Or how much garlic to put in your tomato sauce, right? And then when they search Google, then they would see these ads. So they're not looking for a product, but it, it's a potential match, right? But now if someone is in Amazon, what are they doing in Amazon? Garlic press, stainless steel garlic press. They're looking to buy an item. They're looking to buy something. That's why they're there, right? So when your ad or your listing shows up in the pay-per-click or the sponsored ads, it's directly related to what they're searching for. So it makes it so much easier. So don't confuse the two. A lot of people say, Scott, I want to go on out and I want to find out outside traffic. I want to go to Facebook ads. I want to go to uh, pay-per-click on, on Google, on Bing, on Yahoo, all of these outside traffics. I don't know why you would even think about that until you've went in and really mastered the pay-per-click. Again, this is one of my rants I get on because it's so powerful to understand that a lot of your sales can come through pay-per-click, especially it's going to help a lot of other things 
you know, as well, which I'll talk about them a little bit later, but it's the wrong strategy. The wrong strategy meaning is they just don't understand it. They don't understand the strategy. Okay. Because they're only going to be going after like the basic stuff. And then from there, letting it go and just saying like, okay, now I'm just going to let the organic sales start to come. So number one is the wrong strategy. Okay. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the right strategy, but the wrong strategy is why people are making these mistakes is they're, they're just finding, uh, or they're, they're, they're trying to find the one or two keywords. Okay. And that brings me into number two, only focusing on the main, the obvious doing the air quotes keywords, right? So they might have done their, their, uh, their research in the beginning. And in the beginning, they seen that there was, you know, three keywords that they felt are the biggest keywords. And how do you find these keywords? You might ask, well, it's really simple when you're doing your product research, you're going to see that there's, let's say 10 products that are all selling a similar product. You're going to look at their titles and their title is probably going to have the keyword that they've already done research on that they want to rank for. So those are going to be your main keywords. So that's the very first thing that you're going to need to identify. But do you stop there? No. Okay. You, you just, you don't, those are the obvious ones. You want to go after the ones that, I mean, there's hundreds, if not thousands of keywords that people are going to search for and that could potentially buy your product literally. Okay. And there's ways that you can, again, figure out this stuff. And one simple way that I've already talked about in that post that I mentioned in the, in the past podcast, the episode where I talk all about those three campaigns is identifying these, these keywords, these, these ones that, you know, they aren't so obvious. Okay. And from there being able to, to, uh, put them into a campaign. And again, one of the easiest ways is when you run auto, an auto campaign against your listing, it's going to then give you this data after you run a report in a week. And you're going to see all of these keywords that Amazon has positioned your, your, uh, product in front of. And because of that, now it allows you to kind of get, you know, a, a better idea. The other way is to use suggested bids. If your if your listing is well optimized, Amazon's going to go in and they're going to look at your listing and they're going to start pulling out all of these keywords that they think that they should rank or that that they should position your product in front of. Another way. So those are more like you're digging a little bit more. And I'll talk a little bit about how you can do this later um, towards the end of the episode. I'll give you a couple of tips. But um, so that's number two. People are only focusing on the main obvious keywords. Number three. Not enough testing and searching for keywords, okay? So what that basically means is not really going in, putting together a campaign to test certain keywords, and then looking at the data in seven days, and then deciding what ones to pause and which ones to keep running. And then you, from there, you can scale it. So when you're able to test, you're able to see which ones you should be spending more money on. And the beautiful thing is Amazon gives you the data. They give you how many impressions, meaning how many times was your ad displayed, how many clicks, how much did it cost you per click, how many sales did it generate. So once you see this data, you're able to see really, really clearly which ones you should be spending more money on. And that's what I usually do is I will run a campaign, I will take the keywords that are performing well, I'll pause the ones that aren't, then I can start to add more money. So if I'm starting at $25 on that campaign, after a week or two or three, and I see that I've already now kind of fine-tuned that campaign, then I can go ahead and make it $50 a day and then $75 a day because I know that those keywords have already, they've already proven themselves that they're going to convert, okay? So that's not enough testing is number three. That's what people are just not testing enough. They're just, they're just relying on that you know, the wrong strategy of just going for the obvious. All right. So number four 
is not looking at the data regularly and then adjusting. Okay, so it kind of goes back to number three where you're not testing enough, but you're not looking at the data regularly. So I say do it like once a week, but if you look at it like if you had a campaign that's been running a week, you can then look at it like every other day because then it'll be updating because it's already been running for a seven days. So after 10 days, you'll get some data back in because Amazon really, they're really slow at reporting. Like it can take 48 hours or more to register a sale. So I've had a lot of people that say, Scott, I've been running an ad and I put it out there with like 100 keywords, let's say, and I'm spending $25 a day and I've done that for two days and I didn't get one sale yet, but I got impressions, I got clicks, but I got no sales. But then what happens, Amazon updates maybe four days later because some people either didn't check out, they put it in their cart, but they didn't check out or Amazon just doesn't update until like two, uh, two days uh, has passed. I mean, there's really no... There's no answer to when they do it, but usually it's it's at least two days, and sometimes it could be three to four days. Um, I've had it done where I had a campaign running, and after seven days, you'll see the data, and then if you just pause that campaign and look back in another week, that campaign has changed as far as your numbers go. It's, it's, it's really gotten better because I might have ended it with three sales for that campaign for a week or 10 sales or whatever, and if I pause it and then let it sit for another seven days, even though it's not running, the data still came in um, from the past week, and that might have went from 10 sales to 15 sales. So it's really just about looking at the data on a regular basis and then adjusting. That's what we all should be doing, all right? So that's number four, not looking at the data regularly. Five, don't want to spend the money. They don't want to scale. That's another big mistake because once you have a winning campaign, you should be scaling. What I mean by that is you should be spending more so you can increase the sales because in 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 doing that, it's going to then start helping you rank, which I'm going to talk about that in a minute. And those of you that already kind of know how that works, great. Then you understand how important it is to scale. But if you don't know, well, I'll fill you in on that in a minute. So you want to definitely be wanting to spend money on pay-per-click and not stopping once you go ahead and start getting sales, which then leads me into Six, that's the mistake number six that most people make is stop after they start getting regular sales. So they run a campaign, they get it going, they spend 50 bucks or whatever, they start getting sales, and then they stop. Or better than that, let's say that they're running pay-per-click for a month, it's either a break-even or maybe they're even making some money on it to get sales, but then all of a sudden they're like, you know what, I'm getting regular sales now, so I'm going to stop, I'm going to pause the pay-per-click, I'm going to save money. I'm going to save money now because I'm not spending on pay-per-click. And to me, that's a mistake. And, and again, I'll talk about that in a minute. That's a huge mistake. So don't stop running pay-per-click, especially if it's break-even or profitable, especially in the beginning when you're really getting this thing ramped up. And even after the fact, I always say to keep pushing pay-per-click to keep the sales velocity up. So that's six, okay? Most people stop after start getting regular sales. Seven, and the last one, is not looking at data for possible product ideas. And this is one that a lot of people I don't even think think about, is when you're looking at these keywords that come in from especially the auto campaigns. I have an auto campaign right now, and I always suggest people to start with an auto campaign to give you the data, and then from there, pause it, run a report, and then see the data. And then also, if in that week after you've paused it and you've given it another few days and you see that, maybe that your campaign was profitable or that it was even at a break even, I would run it still. 
And I have one right now, I actually have two that have been running for about four months. And I did the exact same thing. I started the campaign as, as a test and as a way for me to get data. But then I also noticed that it was provi- it was being profitable. So I still run it and I still spend 25 or $40 a day on each of those campaigns. I don't always spend that money because not always is the traffic there for, for those auto campaigns, but I put enough in there so this way here I can continue to do it because it's showing me that it's profitable or that it's at least breaking even, so it's continuing that uh, that reach of sales. So again, you know, I'm looking at the data after the fact, and I'm getting off topic here a little bit, but basically I'm looking at the data from the, the, the uh, auto campaigns, but I'm looking at it for also clues of potential products because sometimes you're going to see your product is being shown in front of other types of products. And then you're like, okay, so Amazon must think that my product could be similar to another product. So a garlic press could be being shown and then they could be showing our garlic press in front of people that are searching for uh, a spaghetti measurer or uh, I don't know, uh, some other type of, maybe maybe, uh, a, a, a pan, a certain pan, right? So because of that, I'm starting to see that, wow, they're putting my product in front of these other potential products. So maybe that should be a product that I could potentially, you know, go after. And if the impressions are there, that's what I look at. I look at the impressions, even though people aren't buying it maybe because they found it through the saucepan, but yet I sell a garlic press, it's still showing me impressions for the saucepan, this special, this, this special pan. So then I might say to myself, wow, that's kind of related to my product. Maybe I should look into private labeling that, or even see if there's a potential in that product. So again, I look at it as clues for me to show, uh, or to see what other products I could potentially launch looking at that data. All right. So let's just go ahead and run through these, uh, really quickly again, and kind of recap on those. Then I'm going to give you a few other tips that I feel that you should be using. And I've mentioned these before, but I'm going to mention them again. Um, one of them I haven't mentioned before, but this one I'm going to be mentioning. Um, but it's definitely a reminder. And I think that if you just wrap your head around why this all works, okay? So let me just recap, and then I'm going to give you these tips. And I'm also going to talk about the whole, my methodology as far as why it's important to use pay-per-click in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end, and continually using it on a regular basis, all right? So number one, and this is the seven big mistakes that sellers are making using Amazon pay-per-click. One, they're using the wrong strategy. They don't understand how to really use it, and they don't really want to understand it. They just want to launch a product and put it up there and let it go, okay? Two, they only focus on the main obvious keywords. Number three, not enough testing and searching for keywords. So not enough digging, okay? And not enough testing to see if the digging was worth it. Four, not looking at the data regularly or adjusting it, okay? Whether you're adjusting it by pausing certain keywords that aren't working well and then continuing to run it and seeing if it's profitable, it's like refining it and tweaking it, okay? Five, don't want to spend money, not looking to scale those campaigns. Just again, looking to put the minimum into it and then, you know, seeing what happens. Six, stop after start after they start getting sales, regular sales. So after they get up to a certain point, they're like, okay, I made it. I'm at the top. I can start. I can let off the gas now. No, it's not what you want to do. Seven, not looking at the data for possible product ideas, okay? Not keeping the eyes open to what they're seeing from this data, even though it's not your product, 
Okay, so getting ideas. So let me just talk quickly about how this entire thing, I feel, benefits a product. Okay, first off, you may or may not know this, depending on how new you are, is that you want you want to rank for keywords. You want to come up in a search when someone searches for your keyword. So in, in this case, let's say that stainless steel garlic press was my keyword that I wanted to rank for. Well, that keyword is going to get me sales if I can rank on first page in the top five results, let's say, or even depending the top eight results, right? So I want to get there. Well, there's really one way that you get there and you can get there over time is for people searching for that keyword and then buying through your listing when they search for that keyword. So how you can force yourself to do this and actually ethically and honestly and where you're going to you're going to stand the test of time because there's ways to kind of do it where, you know, you can manipulate the system. I'm talking about doing it a way that's going to last and it's that Amazon is going to, to look at it as a true, honest search and a true, honest sale. And that's pay-per-click. If you use pay-per-click and let's just say that you're targeting that one keyword and you know, if you can get that keyword, you're ranking for that keyword, you're going to get a, a bulk of your sales, then it's worth it for you to even advertise at a loss as long as you're getting sales through that keyword. So if it's stainless steel garlic press and you want to be on first page on day one, you just need to bid high enough. And I have some rules about that myself. Like I don't like to start, you know, sending out my product on pay-per-click or letting it be visible until I have about five reviews or more. Um, But some people have done it without, you know, but the key is, is, is when you're doing Amazon pay-per-click and you want to be on first page like day one, you just need to spend enough money to get there, meaning you have to spend enough per click. Now, you may have to spend 3 to $4 a click, and you might not spend that, but you might have to bid that because it works on a bidding system. But if you're able to do that and at least break even, okay, so if you spend uh, $25 and then you get, um, you know, you get enough sales to cover your costs then to me, you should continue to do that because the more sales you can get through that keyword, you're going to eventually be ranking in organically, meaning you're not going to be you know, in the sponsored ad section anymore, or you will be. You'll be in both. So now it's a, it's a way for you to become in both. So an example I always use is, is um, you know, I, and I, I did this one month where I, I kind of, I shared my, my numbers as far as how much I spent on pay-per-click and how much came through sales and then how much came organically. And this happens every single month, and I have not stopped this process. But this one example was I spent $1,300 on Amazon pay-per-click, and from that, I got 110 sales, okay? So that sounds great, okay? Perfect. It's not like, it's not like you know, leave your job money, but it's, you know, it's a break-even at least, and it's maybe a little bit of money. Now, the second part of that was I actually got over 1,400 sales. I think that's what that was the number. It was at least 1,300 sales organically on top of the 110. And the reason is, is because from day one, I used this exact strategy where I was willing to spend, even though I might not have been making money, I was still, you know, operating at a, at a break even or even a little bit of a loss. But over time, it helped me rank for these keywords organically. And the real kicker here, the real thing to take away from this is yes, you're going after the 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 number one keyword that you want to rank for, but where the where the magic really happens is when you find all of these keywords that might get you one sale a week or one sale a day or one sale every two weeks. 
and you find hundreds of these keywords, well, now you're going to start getting your 10, 15, 20 sales a day from these keywords in pay-per-click that then ultimately is going to help you blanket the entire area for organic search as well. So another thing, and this is, I'm going to share this story with you, like right now, okay, I'm recording this in July, okay, of 2015. Right now, you may or may not know this, but traffic is down for Amazon, eBay, any e-commerce, really anything online, numbers are usually down in the summer months. It's just the way it works, okay? If you look at any Google Trends, if you go to Google Trends and you look at any product, usually this time of year, unless you're selling like maybe swimming stuff or camping stuff, you may have a boost, but then the rest of the year, you're not, right? But right now, pretty much the traffic is down. And we all kind of know this, okay? But my idea is this. Most people would stop running their their ads because they don't they want to save money. They they're going at a break even right now. They don't want to they don't want to, you know, promote their products because they're spending more money than they might be making. But my philosophy is this. Right now should be the time that you're pushing your pay-per-click because now what you're also doing is you're letting Amazon start to rank you for all of these miscellaneous keywords, right? So maybe you were ranking right now for 100 keywords, but by the time you get done expanding out on all of these keywords that you could be ranking for, which I'll give you some ideas on how to do that in a minute, but once you do this and you do it over the next couple of months, when the traffic starts to come back, which could be in September, October, November, depending on your product, Well, all of a sudden, when people are going to start doing their searches, who's going to come up organically? The ones that put in the work and the ones that went in there and spent the money to rank for these keywords because you got sales in these slower months for all of these loose keywords. And I'm talking it could be 500 keywords. It could be 1,000 keywords, okay? And they might only yield you, you know, one or two sales from the paid part of it, but then organically, it might get you three times that. So I, I, I just want you to understand that, you know, yes, it might not be, you know, 100%, you know, worth it right now in your eyes because you're thinking, well, I'm spending more than I'm making on the pay-per-click side, but in the in the end, it's going to also allow you to rank organically when the time comes. So I just really want to stress that. It's, it's important to understand this, and, and that's the thing, right? Go right back into the big mistake number one that I mentioned, right? Wrong strategy. Don't understand how it really works and how to use it. I'm basically telling you how it works and how you can, you know, think about this. It's it's another mindset. It's it's different than thinking about, okay, I'm always going to be thinking about everything needs to be profitable. No, it just needs to be the the future of what you're doing and what you're going for. So again, I'm not saying go out there and lose money every single day. I'm not saying that. You got to use your own, you know, your own uh, brain on that and your own uh, common sense. But if you know that there's keywords that if you rank for that are going to uh, benefit you in the future, um, then those are ones that you're probably going to want to going to want to be you know focusing on. And in 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 the beginning or in even in these stages when the traffic isn't there, it might not be at 100% of a profit or not as much as a profit. Okay, but in the end, the organic side of things is when it can really skyrocket. Again, going back to the example, I got 110 sales from a $1,300 spend, but I got. 13, 1400 sales organically that I didn't pay for basically for free because I did the $1,300 spend, the 110 sales. I did that month after month after month. 
Okay, so it's that's a way for you to start ranking organically, and that's why in the beginning it's worth it to put money into the pay-per-click, even aggressively, so you can start ranking for keywords, and then it'll start building that momentum, okay? Just remember, Amazon will rank products when they get sales through keywords, and their conversion rates are good, meaning that... Now that you get more reviews, your conversion rate's going to be higher. So if you get 100 people to go to your page and you're converting at 10%, you get 10 sales. Well, that's good, okay? That's pretty good. But if your competitor is doing the same thing and they're getting a 15% conversion, well, why? Maybe because they have, they have more reviews. So that's why you have to focus on reviews. So you see how it kind of all ties together? I hope you're shaking your head yes and or saying, yeah, I get it, Scott, because it's really important. And that's why I wanted to do this episode, because I see so many people um, just like not understanding it, but then, you know, just kind of putting it to the side and saying like, well, I'm just going to put the product up, put a little pay-per-click campaign together, and then I'm going to leave it and go on to the next. Um, you can, there's so much more that you can do. So let me leave you with two different tips, two different strategies that you can use. Okay. So the first thing is if you want to find keywords that your competitors right now uh, are being ranked for or potentially ranked for is using the Google Planner tool. And you can do this by just taking the URL in Amazon. So go to your competitor, you take their their web address up in the the uh, you know the search bar and then you copy that, go over to Google Planner tool, and then from there, where it says website, you're going to click that in there. You're going to put it in there, copy it in there, and then click, I believe it's submit or enter. And then from there, it's going to more or less scrape that web or that page and then give you ideas for keywords. Now, these aren't technically ones that have been found for search. These are just ones that that listing has been ranked for in or that Google is kind of like looking at the entire listing at all of the content on that page, and it's going to give you uh, some ideas, um, from that. Okay. So that's a great way. And what I've done, I've done this numerous times where I'll do that with three or four competitors. I'll copy those particular keywords. And sometimes there's seven, 800 keywords. I'll copy those keywords out, create a brand new campaign, call it Google test one or something, or competitor one test, and then copy them in there. I'll usually start with a $25 per day budget, maybe 75 cents, uh, on the cost per click, and then I'll let it run, and I'll see what happens. If I don't start getting impressions, it means that I'm not bidding high enough, so then I'll increase my cost per click to maybe 85 cents, and I'll slowly keep moving it up until I start getting impressions, and then I can start getting some traffic, and then I can start seeing if it's going to convert to sales. So that's, an, that's one way that you can find a way to branch out on all of these other keyword strategies. You can also use a tool called Merchant Words, and they have a free version of it. I believe it'll give you like maybe four or five searches, but maybe like the top five keywords. It won't give you a ton, but it, it there is a paid version as well, but there's a free version. And this here gives you, an, again, a bunch of idea keyword ideas um, that it suggests that you, could, uh, that you could rank for and gives you like traffic estimations and stuff like that. So that's a good one. And then the other one that I've been really enjoying is called Simple Keyword Tool. And the way that that works, it's really kind of cool, is it basically will go and take an ASIN of you know, one of your competitor's listings, and it'll do a reverse search. So basically, they have some way of, of doing this. I'm not even sure how, but it goes out there and it scrapes keywords that that listing has been searched for inside of Amazon, which is really powerful because now you can take those keywords, again, do the same thing, dump them into a pay-per-click you know, campaign, 
and then do the same thing. $25 ad spend per day, maybe 75 cent cost per click. And then, you know, test it, right? See what happens. And the other cool thing that you can do, and this is what I've done. And a lot of my, uh, my, my friends in this space have done is they'll do the same thing, but to their own listing. So let's say that you start brand new and you want to go ahead and see what kind of keywords you're ranking for right now. Okay. So you can go ahead and do a reverse search on your particular listing and then wait a month, do another reverse search on yours and see how many more you've now been being, uh, kind of listed for. And then it can show you the kind of like the growth of your, your strategy, as we talked before, as I outlined of how you want to blanket the entire search for your product around all of these different keywords. And by using a reverse search on your own listing, you can then again, see how well you're doing and and all of these ones that you're starting to rank for. Now, I just want to be totally transparent here. Uh, you know, this is a, this is a technique or a, a tool that may work today and may not work tomorrow. There's certain data points and, and different ways that they're going out and getting this information that may not work tomorrow. I mean, Amazon's changing things all the time. So, you know, it may work today and it might not work tomorrow, but I just want to be totally 100, 100% clear with you on that. The other thing I want to be totally clear on is I did reach out to, after I started using the tool and I really liked it, I did reach out to the creator of this tool, the simple keyword tool, and I reached out to him. I said, hey, is there any way that we can give my listeners, uh, you that is, um, any type of deal, any type of discount to go ahead and try this out and see if it's going to work for you? Uh, And he agreed. He actually is willing to give anyone that goes through my link who will give uh, double the the credits. So if you buy one package that has 10 credits, you'll get 20 credits. Um, and he's got different packages for them. And I believe it, I mean, as little as $20 to get started um, with a batch of credits and you'll get double the amount. Now, being totally transparent once again, if you do go through my link, I will get a small commission and buy me a cup of coffee. That would be awesome. But if you didn't want to, you just wanted to go straight to the site, totally can, no big deal. Uh, I'm not doing this to get, uh, you know, get rich on uh, commission off of this simple keyword tool. Um, it's not that expensive, uh, but I uh, just wanted to be totally transparent there with you as well. But if you did want to get those double credits, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash keywords. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash keywords. And uh, you'll go ahead and uh, you'll be directed to his page where you'll get double credits if you decide to purchase one of the credits packages. Totally, totally love this tool. Um, I'm going to be using it as long as it's going to be working because I think it's it's huge. And like I said, it may stop working. And uh, you know what? In the meantime, when you get the data, you're going to have the, the list of keywords that it's going to generate for you that you'll be able to use over and over and over again. So I really, really do love that tool. All right. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up. I hope that uh, this has been uh, just a whole nother outlook on Amazon pay-per-click and, and why it's so important for you to really just embrace it and really study it, understand it, test it, tweak it, and just always be out there looking for new keywords that you can test and try because it really can make a huge difference. And I believe that that can also give you a huge advantage with other people coming in. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, Scott, there's a lot of people coming into the market. They're launching new products every single day. And you know what? You might be right, but I can guarantee you not everyone is doing this. Not everyone is doing this. Not everyone understands this because not a lot of people are teaching this. 
All right. So I totally think that you can have the upper hand when it comes to using Amazon pay-per-click to then get yourself to rank for more keywords, which then in turn will get you more sales, more reviews, and just repeat the process. All right. So that's going to pretty much wrap it up. Once again, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to take me with you in the car, on the run, in the plane, on the train, wherever you are. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I hope this has helped you. And uh, hey, remember, I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. And I know that you guys can make this happen, but you have to. You guys have to. You guys know what I'm going to say right now, don't you? You know what I'm going to say. Go ahead. Say it with me. Take action. All right. Take care, everyone. Talk to you later.